Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Monday, February 6th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, LG has announced a major expansion of TVs that offer support for the Apple TV application, AirPlay, HomeKit, and Apple Music. While these features have been available on LG's own WebOS TVs for a while, this announcement expands them to third-party TVs that run the company's WebOS Hub software. LG says that over 200 TVs from other brands are powered by its WebOS Hub software. In most cases, these are lower-cost TVs where the manufacturer outsources the software to LG as part of its efforts to reduce overall costs. With the Apple TV application, on these new WebOS Hub TVs, you can find TV Plus content, movies, and TV shows from iTunes, and Apple TV channels for third-party streaming services. The dedicated Apple Music application offers Apple Music Radio, live lyrics, full library access, and more. AirPlay is for streaming music, movies, TV shows, games, and photos right to your smart TV from your iPhone, iPad, or Mac, and HomeKit integration allows you to control your TV through the Apple Home app or with Siri. You can do things like turn the TV off or on, change inputs, and even control the volume. LG says that AirPlay and HomeKit are only available on OLED and UHD TVs that are powered by WebOS Hub 2.0, which was released last year. But the Apple Music app and the Apple TV app are coming to a much wider selection of WebOS Hub TVs across over 100 countries. This is a notable expansion of these features, despite the limitations on AirPlay and HomeKit, giving users a number of new ways, oftentimes more affordable, to find TVs with Apple features. In other news today, Apple is reportedly considering ways to push the price of the high-end iPhone even higher. Instead of just rebranding the iPhone Pro Max to the iPhone Ultra, Apple is discussing adding the Ultra above the Pro Max as another option in the iPhone lineup. The report comes from Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, who explains that doing this would help increase iPhone average selling prices even higher with even Apple CEO Tim Cook saying that consumers are willing to pay more to get the best phone. The possibility of an iPhone Ultra has been rumored for as soon as this year, but those rumors indicated that the Ultra would replace the Pro Max. So this year, for example, you'd have the iPhone 15, the iPhone 15 Plus, the iPhone 15 Pro, and the iPhone 15 Ultra. But what Gurman is saying is that the Ultra would actually exist as another option in the lineup priced above the Pro Max. This is something Apple has discussed internally, and it could be done in time for the 2024 iPhone release. At this point, it's unclear what features a new high-end Ultra iPhone model could provide, but Gurman speculates things like an even larger screen or better cameras, and more cutting-edge chip designs are possibilities. He does say, however, that the foldable form factor isn't expected to be the differentiator, and that Apple is not believed to be actively working on foldable phones right now. So if this comes to fruition with the iPhone 16 lineup next year, the iPhone 16 Ultra would be priced above the iPhone Pro Max price, which starts at $1,100, The question is how Apple would justify that price increase and what features you'd get with the Ultra versus the Pro Max. 
Rounding out today, while the Mac Studio has been well-received since its launch last spring, Apple may not actually be planning to launch an upgraded model for the foreseeable future. Bloomberg reports that the upcoming Mac Pro with Apple Silicon is similar in functionality to the Mac Studio and that Apple thinks it might be redundant to sell both the Mac Pro and that Mac Studio. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman says that he doesn't expect a new version of the Mac Studio in the near future. Instead, he says there are two likely outcomes. Apple might never update the Mac Studio, or that it waits until the M3 or M4 generation of Apple Silicon chips. Doing this would help better differentiate the Mac Studio from the Mac Pro. The new Mac Pro with Apple Silicon is expected to launch this year, with M2 Ultra and M2 Max chip configurations, Apple was initially planning an M2 Extreme processor that was basically two M2 Ultra chips fused together, but that idea was scrapped due to cost and production concerns. The new Mac Pro is expected to retain a design that's identical to the current Intel model, which means it would be a tower machine with a lot of internal space for potential expandability. The question right now is what exactly users will be able to expand. So far, it's been rumored that the Apple Silicon Mac Pro will not support expandable RAM, but it will support expandable SSD size, GPU, and networking capabilities. Another benefit of the Mac Pro design over the Mac Studio is better cooling. The Mac Studio has been criticized for its cooling system, which is something the Mac Pro could address thanks to its bigger design, sustaining Mac's performance levels for longer periods of time. But at the same time, the Mac Pro's bigger design isn't necessarily a good thing for a lot of buyers. The Mac Studio features a much more compact design that can fit right on top of a desk or even mounted underneath. My hope is that Apple maybe skips a generation and doesn't update the Mac Studio until the M3 series of chips, and that Apple doesn't decide to get rid of the product category altogether. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. If you want to support the show, you can do so by ordering some merch from our 9to5Mac store. We've got t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, and even a polishing cloth to keep your devices clean. That's 9to5mac.com slash store, or hit the link in the show notes below. You can follow along with me on Twitter, at Chance H. Miller, or on Mastodon, at Chance H. Miller, at mastodon.social. You can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5mac.com, and we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5mac Daily.